Hey everyone, welcome back to Three Dudes with Booze. I'm Steven, along with EJ and Matt once again. This week, episode 8, we're discussing underrated versus overrated. That's right. We'll go around, share topics, and each of us will give our opinion on whether it's underrated or overrated. And you guys can also uh, listen at home and decide for yourself. But as always, before... Actually, hey guys, how are you doing? Oh, hey. Good. Didn't see you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear you there. Um, what's going on in your world, guys? Ready to uh, have some strong opinions, as always. I hope so. Matt? Same. <laughs> Great. Sounds awesome. Well, guys, as always, before we start with the main show, let's go around and share our drinks of the week in what I call drinks of the week. EJ, you go first, because I chose you. So... My drink of the week, I decided to finish off the season and do one last pumpkin ale. So I've got Wasatch Black Oak Lantern. It's a pumpkin stout that comes in at 6.66 ABV. Dang. Yeah. Scary. Ooh, spooky. Uh, But yeah, so it's out of Utah. It is rich and chocolatey. And uh, a little scary, but it's it's pretty delicious, actually. Nice. And is it? It's dark, right? Obviously, I can't really see, but it's a stout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's dark. Just like my soul. Well, he's the name Black O'Lantern. Okay, so this week I have a beer by Pizza Port Brewing Company, once again from here in San Diego, California. The beer is called Chronic Ale. It's an amber ale. And it's a really nice drinkable uh, amber ale. So really, when you first um, take a sip or take a drink, it's uh, pretty roasty, pretty nutty, a little malty. As you finish it, it's a very clean, crisp, uh, refreshing finish. So pretty drinkable, um, I'd say. And it's uh, probably, in my opinion, because I, I have amber ales quite a bit. And this is this is more of a lighter amber ale, but still, still good and still a beer I, I would have again. So... Uh, yeah, definitely like it. And Pizza Port, actually, fun fact, they're a brewery, of course, but they're also um, they they have great pizza, like really good pizza at their brewery. I've been to a couple times here in San Diego, California, so uh, recommend for sure. So go ahead, Matt. Is that a nod? Is that a nod to the Chronic by Dr. Dre? You know, I was trying to find that out. I was reading the back. I, I don't think nothing but a G thing, baby. Doesn't say, but they might is be there... because yeah, you know, Cali, Chronic. It's you know. Is there THC in that beer? <laughs> There's not. Anyway, go ahead, Matt. I found a new beer that I've never seen before. And let me just first say that I'm the kind of person, if I see something weird at the grocery store, I will buy it and try it, even if I don't necessarily think it's going to be good. So I, I found this beer. It's called, I guess the brewery is Untitled Art, and it's called Pixie Mix. It is fruit punch flavored. And it is a beer. It's not like a seltzer or anything like that. But it is a fruit punch flavored beer. And it is from a brewery in Wanaki, Wisconsin. And it's 5.5%. So I tried it right before we uh, started recording. And it is different. (laughs) I guess you might expect that with a fruit punch flavored beer. But it really kind of, when you pour it, it's red. Like it kind of looks like Kool-Aid almost, maybe a little bit less, you know, dark than Kool-Aid. 
I definitely but thought you were is drinking like, Big Red. It is straight up like pinkish red. It is not. It does not look like a beer, and it tastes or it smells like Kool Aid. Honestly, uh, when you drink it, it kind of tastes like watered down Kool Aid at first, and then you kind of get that beer flavor as, as it finishes. Like, are there but, hops? Like, is it hoppy at all, or is it? I'm gonna try. I only t- had like one sip. Let me try it again. It doesn't look very carbonated. It does have some carbonation. It's hard hard to see, but it does. It's it, you can definitely taste the hops. It's not like an IPA or anything like that. It's really almost kind of tastes like like a pilsner. Um, you know, just a really really light beer. But t- it, it kind of tastes like if you mixed like a light American beer with Kool Aid. Honestly, it's really weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing that. And it <laughs> and it, it doesn't taste like if you've ever had like those energy beers like Sparks or or whatever. Those have like a really strong like just a kind of like off putting flavor. And this doesn't taste like that. It really just kind of tastes like watered down Kool Aid. So you've gone a little bit left from your normal of drinking Sparks Light. Why would you drink Sparks Light? Who drinks Sparks Light anyway? <laughs> Nobody drinks sparks. Who's, who's out there drinking sparks energy beer and they they you know they have to get the light version. <laughs> Gotta watch the figure. How'd you see that? Like was it like on the on the end of an aisle or was it like in the aisle or how'd you how'd you come across it? So it was at H E B where they have like the singles where you can do the pick six or oh, I guess yeah. you, can, you can get them single too. And three ninety nine. I just bought this one. I just saw it. Decided to give it a try. It's what like one brewery? of the larger cans, like a pint. Uh, Untitled Art. Untitled Art. Is that local? Oh, oh, no, you said it was. Sorry, you already told me. Completely ignoring everything I, I say. I didn't oh, listen man. to anything. Brewed in can by Untitled Art, Wanaki, Wisconsin. Wanaki, Wisconsin. Yeah, I was about to say Milwaukee, but it's Wanaki, wherever the hell that is. I have a feeling if you mix up Wenaki and Milwaukee that somebody out there is going to get pissed off. Oh, yeah. We we probably would have gotten hate mail for that or something. We're already canceled. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me, just the name and the the color reminds me of like, um, you know that candy when you were a kid? Like the the stick and like the two different like uh, sugar like portions. You could like Oh, no, fun dip. he's talking about fun dip. Oh, but I guess you're right. Yeah. Also, pixie sticks make sense too. So yeah, <laughs> it says pixie yeah, mix. No, no, fun dip. Yeah, it's called pixie mix. Mm. Yeah, I guess it kind of reminds me of candy too. Kind of like a candy flavor. Cool. Well, interesting choices this week, guys. Oh, so those of you that can't see at home, Matt is holding up his Campari bottle. Okay, so shots. <laughs> Next time you're at the liquor store. Make sure to pick up a bottle of Campari. Cheers. Cheers. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into the main show, you once again had an eggnog latte, Stephen. Oh, that's right. Good. We have to talk about it. You sent us a picture. We have to go for it. Yeah. So, okay. So I think it was um, Friday, maybe Thursday. I, you know, was like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm due for an eggnog eggnog latte this season. The guys are always talking about it, so I had to go get one for myself. The guys aren't talking about it. You're talking about it. You and Matt, Matt had one, damn it. <laughs> I had one. Yeah, because you like, talked about it. The girl that make it right. So I, yeah, I actually, it. if you hadn't talked about it to begin with, I never would have had that one. That's I didn't cool. know it existed. See, full circle. So, um, anyway, 
I went down to the local Starbucks and picked one up. Um, so the, the weird thing is that I hadn't had one for a couple of years or probably three or four years. And I, I couldn't really imagine how, like how the mixture would go because obviously when I have eggnog by itself, eggnog has, has a very distinct taste. And so I was trying to figure out like how it, how it would match or how it would go into a latte. But actually I guess I had a good barista because it was pretty good. Like it wasn't too sweet. Definitely. There was some eggnog on the, on the front end of the, of the drink. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. Now, again, I, I had a tall, so I, I didn't go crazy get a venti or anything. So, I mean, obviously, it wasn't a huge drink, but no, I mean, overall, I thought I thought it was good, and I get another one before next year. So, it sounds so, so excellent. Wow. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I give it the nog. But Matt, so I think. So I st- your person didn't make yours right. Is that just told, told us yeah, last time? Yeah, that's what I think. So since my last one that I had like a week ago tasted like shit, um, uh, I do want to go back and get another one, see if it's any better. Yeah. And actually, when you were talking, I was thinking you could. I would it would it be good as like a like an iced latte or whatever? You know, a cold drink. Since I it's like it would be. Yeah, probably so. Um, Since we're ha- still having warm weather, it's not not Christmas weather yet. Right. I wonder, maybe I would try it as like an iced eggnog latte. It'd probably be more similar to actual eggnog because it'd be cold. You know, obviously it'd be cold. So yeah, my, mine did. Did yours taste like eggnog? Because mine didn't taste like eggnog at all. Mine did what actually. Yours, what so. did yours taste like, Matt? It really. I mean, it kind of maybe had like a little bit of a spice flavor, but that's it. Like it, it really didn't taste like eggnog. Like, you know how eggnog has, like, nutmeg in it or some other spices? It kind of tasted like maybe they had some of that. I don't so know. So they just added pumpkin – they added a fucking uh, uh, a nutmeg to their pumpkin spice, and it became I eggnog? So. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't I don't think it was made right, so that's why I need to try it again. Yeah, mine definitely had, like, nutmeg or, like, a spice on top, and then – it had the actual eggnog flavor, I guess the syrup or you know whatever they use. So I, I was impressed. Or I was not impressed, but I was pretty content with you know getting it. So try again. Um, and you, and you too, EJ. I'm gonna try. I'll try it this year. I can't ignore the latte. Wow, so many puns. But yeah, I think beyond the PSL and the ESL. Oh, I'm sorry, the ENL. English is the second language. <laughs> You know, yes. <laughs> Sorry, the, the ENL. I think that that'll be the, the extent of my Christmas latte adventures because other ones don't sound too good. Like I, I saw the the creme brulee one that Matt talked about, and some other ones. No, you got to try the peppermint. What is it? Mocha peppermint the, mocha. The PML. Yeah. Peppermint mocha latte. Hmm. Yeah, I do like the peppermint mocha latte. I might try it. I might try it. If you like, make like think of like a like an Andy's mint, you know those okay. little things yeah. that you, yeah, tastes kind of like that. Fuck that! Mm-hmm. I'm thinking York peppermint patty. So, yes, but York is like really like more intense mint flavored. Ah, so fair enough. That's why I wouldn't. That's why I wouldn't say York. York like hurts your nose sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're eating it wrong. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Sometimes, not you know <laughs> but anyway guys i think we should move on to our main show which is going to be 
underrated versus overrated topics. And so for, for the people listening at home or on the road or wherever you are, this will be um, kind of like a, a back and forth between the three of us and pretty much going to go through and name off subjects that, that we have thought about. And each of us will give an opinion on whether it's going to be, in our opinion, overrated or underrated. So I think we decided that, um, well, I guess at, at this point, we, we haven't drawn to see who goes first. So how should we decide this, boys? Paper, rock, scissors. You can go first. Damn it. Yeah, I picked Steven. <laughs> Our first topic will be famed chef Emerald Agassi. <laughs> really? Now, a brief a brief intro. Emerald was a chef. Ma many on TV. Yeah, the you know, bam. Only was on Food Network, had a show, kind of kind of very like out, loud and boisterous. Yeah. So EJ, as a chef yourself, what's your take on Emerald? <laughs> I think I think he's he's fine. He's really? Fine. That's what I'm gonna say. As a chef, really? are you allowed to like give like negative opinions of other chefs? <laughs> You're no. allowed to talk trash. Not at this time. <laughs> so that's gonna be an plea the underrated fifth. for EJ. Apparently, here's um, what I say: overrated, all flash, no substance. How dare you? Ah, nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I mean, obviously, he's a good chef, so. Okay, so that was uh, one underrated and one overrated. So, and one plea the fifth. No, because you were underrated because you said that he was fine. So I didn't say anything. Okay, so that's one neutral. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. So you have one Norway. You have one um, Switzerland, not un Norway. Sorry, Switzerland. You have one underrated. And I guess I'll I'll go that he's. I mean, I feel like EJ has a lot he wants to say. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it kind of just wanted to come out, but uh. I mean, I'll say like back in junior high, high school, I used to watch his show because I thought he was kind of funny. Just he was kind of boisterous, like, like I was telling you guys. But I mean, I don't know like how his food is, and I never tried. It. I never tried it, so I can't really say how he was as a chef. I guess for for TV value and just entertainment value, I have to say he's kind of underrated because I feel like people don't appreciate the full impact that he's, he's had on our culture, um, catchphrases and hot meals, and you know. Hot meals. In that case, lubies. Oh, that's not mine. That's not mine. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not going down that. Damn it! Underrated. Wait, didn't they shut down? Fuck, I think so. No, they. They no. I ate at Lubies on Friday, so no, they haven't shut down yet. But I think it's coming very soon. Dude, put, so so please tell me that that you had the fried fish. Actually, for the first time ever, I had fried fish. Yeah, you got the square fish. Lubies. You got the square fish. Yes, the square rectangle fish. Yes, heck yeah. So ev everyone, if if you're not from Texas, you probably have no idea what the hell we're talking about. But yeah, so everyone always talks about the fried fish at Luby's, like how how good it is. I've ne actually never had it in my life, so I was like, well, this could be the last time I ever eat at a Luby, so I'm gonna go ahead and try the fried fish, and it was good. It wasn't like great. I probably wouldn't order it again if I went. Did back. you get the tartar sauce? Yes, I got the tartar sauce. Did you have mac and cheese on the side? No, I had fuck, black eyed peas dude, and green you beans. Up. I like I always loved Luby's green beans, but they were made with bacon, like onions and bacon, and they are like the same recipe except without the bacon. So that's kind of really disappointing. They don't make the bacon they don't use the bacon anymore? Mm -mm. It was like the same thing, but it had like onions in it, but it no bacon. How old were you when you realized that uh on King of the Hill her name was Luann Platter? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. From she movies. was named after. <laughs> Steven, judging by your face, you were today years old. I well, I am. I was. <laughs> I didn't know that. I never. I never. Put you never put it together. Wow. No, I, d- I definitely didn't realize it at first, like watching King of the Hill every day, like because it, it came on before it the Simpsons. And I was like, oh, wait, her name is Luann Platter. Like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's hilarious. But EJ, everyone knows again, like the sides are going to be your okra, your fried okra, and then your um, mac and cheese. The Dude, mac and cheese is good. Luby's no, mac, and, mac cheese. and cheese. Or he's, he, he's, he's the yeah. fried okra and mashed potato guy, though. Sometimes, like, I guess the. It depends what your main entree is going to be. But fried okra going with a little cream gravy, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. And then your entree is fried fish or the cheeseburger steak. No, thing. that shit's oh. gross. <laughs> I've never tried it. Um, I like they their chicken fried chicken is pretty decent. I went for their, uh, I would get their roast beef sometimes too because they carve it right there. Oh, yeah. That was the first they time in my life. But they had turkey. That was the first time in my life I'd ever seen a carving station. Was that a Luby's? Yeah. Like, uh, sorry. Well, I believe that for sure. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't hanging out at you know. Well, I don't. Know, I can't even think of a name of an old hotel that would have that. But well, <laughs> when's the first time you went to the Luby's? Because I feel like all of us probably went to Luby's before we can even we even had our first memory, right? I I remember there was Luby's, but yeah, I was eating Jello because <laughs> you get Jello for dessert. Yes, there. Jello. Yes. Did you get Jello for dessert? No, I didn't get Jello. God but damn it, I remember you, getting it as a child. You fucked up, man. Okay, I'm not three anymore. I, I didn't get Jello. <laughs> you didn't get Jello. You didn't get mac and cheese. Did you at least get tartar sauce with the? Uh, you said yes already. Yes. Yes. Damn, I must have gotten hit on my head. Got tartar sauce. Also, he said, he said yes already. <laughs> God damn. Also, <laughs> damn it, EJ. <laughs> Did you hear the fucking brewery? <laughs> Underrated, paying attention. <laughs> Didn't you hear? Um, or also, it's kind of a, it's kind of an underrated entree. But I have to say, I, I usually get the liver and onions. You get that really? from Luby's? It's good, dude. Never been a fan. I like liver and onions, but not from Luby's. Where from? I fucking cook it myself. Really? Yeah, it's not hard. All right, let's so, move on to another topic. Yeah, go ahead, so guys. we we got we had the impromptu over under on fucking Luby's. <laughs> um, I say underrated. I'm gonna go ahead and say I think it's rated right where it needs to be. Yeah, I probably actually agree with that. It's not great. It's not horrible. Plus, it's it's nostalgia. If I went to a place that served the exact same food that Luby serves now, and it had a different name, I'd be like, "What the fuck is this? Get me out of here!" Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, for what it is, I, I think it's just fine and just great, and I'd go there again. Um, so. I'll just say it's it's a classic that I don't want to see gone ever. Okay, ever. <laughs> don't take my fucking lubies. When you're when you're in uh, Houston, the next time you you're gonna have to make a trip to lubies for sure. Well, we'll all go to lubies one last time. Actually, we'll do our podcast from lubies <laughs> <laughs> cafeteria style. Heck yeah! Coming we'll to do. you, tape delayed from lubies in Houston, Texas. Tape delayed. Well, I can't say live. <laughs> That's true. That would be a lie. You're gonna hear like 
You want Luann Plather? Yes, please. <laughs> no, you'll that hear the lady awesome with hear that in the background. <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll hear the lady that's dressed like some kind of weird maid or something with her support hose on, going tea water. <laughs> Except that they don't have that anymore. Damn it, oh, they don't have that. All the things that we remember, they don't even have anymore. So yeah. we're gonna—it's just gonna be a trip of disappointment. Go ahead, Matt. You're next. Um, okay, I am next. So that's gonna be a tough uh, to follow, you know, Lubies. But that uh, was nobody's topic. <laughs> yeah, normal, but it's okay. So I am going to go with kind of a broad, something something broad, not like a specific thing, but something that I think is overrated, something that. Just lots of people love this, and I just have never been able to get into it. Um, is movies that are based off of comic books, mm, superhero like, movies, superhero movies? Yeah. Um, oh wait, I kind of like gave away whether I think they're over. Or you underrated, fucked it up, Stephen. Is it overrated <laughs> or underrated? Superhero movies. What's your opinion? It's a good one. Um, well, I'll tell you the answer. They're over fucking rated. They all suck. The acting's horrible, and they're not that fun to watch. I'd agree with that. I mean, overall, I yeah, I agree. I think I think the only one that ever really kind of kept my attention was Iron Man. I watched the first Iron Man and I was like, ah, it's kind of funny. But I never went back and watched it again. I didn't see Iron Man two. I don't care about it. I don't care about the Marvel universe. I don't care about Marvel versus what's the other one? DC. DC. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Captain there, America yeah, was stupid. The Hulk was dumb. <laughs> For me, it's kind of like the thing you kind of get just get dragged to because other people want to see them. And then for me, sometimes it's like, okay, this is an okay movie. Like, I'm, I'm mildly entertained. But then other times it's just like, uh, I'm ready for this movie to be over already, like 30 minutes into it. Like, I didn't even watch the one that was super famous. What was the one with the raccoon? The raccoon? Oh, I never yeah. saw that either. There's one with the fucking. Yeah, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that the same yeah, one with the fucking. The the one to Groot or Grout or whatever the fucking tree yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not into it. It's lame. and again, I've never seen that those movies either. But I did see what was that the huge one like the Avengers, the last Avengers one. I saw that and movie. What did it did it hold your attention or were you like this is stupid? I want to say that it it was good enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would would you have rather paid? full price to see it at a theater or would you rather just catch it on TV? Catch it on TV and then I could have just been on my phone the whole time. Just not Net- really watching it. Netflix, Netflix or with commercial breaks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bad thing about being in the movie theaters, you can't just like pull out your phone when you're kind of like bored in the movie. <laughs> yeah. You have no choice. Start looking up the next booze news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, for me, the only superhero movie that like that I will actually go back and watch and, and I say like like it's my kind of my all-time favorite is the Michael Keaton first Batman movie like him Jack Nicholson Okay 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 the yes the ones that were directed by Tim Burton Yeah, yeah I like those I, like I those. do like those Yeah I yeah I feel like if you want to go like back to when we were kids and maybe it was just cuz I was a kid but I, I I seem to remember what liking like the Superman and Batman movies back then Yeah but like the present day movies. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I was younger or not, but the, like the present day movies, I just don't really have much of an interest in it. Best superhero movie of all time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original. Ooh. Yeah. 
But go I mean, ninja, I, go ninja, go ninja, go vanilla ice. But I mean, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> like, like, are they superheroes per se? Or are they more just like? Yeah, they're superheroes. I the mean, turtles in a yeah. half shell, turtle power. I would, I would put that in the in that genre. But they're almost more just like, like crime. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books, or no? Yeah, they yeah, did. they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely like those back in the day. Maybe because Matt said because because we were kids, like. I definitely like those more than the ones nowadays, but okay. So, so, so that was two under two underrated, and then I was yeah. So three underrated. Okay. Yeah. So stop making Under- superhero Wait, movies. Overrated, you mean? Yeah. You said overrated. We, they're overrated. they're all overrated. Overrated, yeah. All right. All right, EJ, you're up. All right. Uh, so my topic, one of my first topics, is non-dairy milk. <laughs> Oat milk, soy milk, almond milk, overrated or underrated? Um, I'll go first, and I'll say overrated. Strong opinion there, Steven. Can't fight those facts. <laughs> um, um, so um, I don't really drink them that much. I don't know. I'll, I'll say overrated. You could convince me otherwise if you if you really tried, probably. <laughs> How dare you? I want to say underrated because for a while i was drinking almond milk uh as my as my milk substitute if you will and i thought it was okay like obviously it wasn't like milk but i mean if you know that going in it, it's just it's okay like it's fine and actually almonds don't lactate that's true but i mean it actually i mean for me or for people that don't like dairy as much or can't have it all the time it actually it's just it's fine i mean you get used to it, but I will say that I switched back to milk to regular milk, and I mean, obviously, you can't really top milk that you know two percent whole milk, you know, whatever you like. So, but no, I think overall, like if you if you give it a chance and you try it and you get used to it, it it's it's not bad. I think whole milk is fucking delicious, and I think that nut water, which is all it is. It's nuts that have been blended with water, and then they add a bunch of chemicals to make it kind of have a creamy mouthfeel. Chemicals. Yeah. It's it's fucking gross. Keep your nut milks. Keep your plant milks the fuck away from me. Give me my whole milk. I don't care if it gives me cancer. I'm <laughs> in for the ride. I like ice cream, and I like it to have full fat from cows. Oh, hell yeah. If you're talking about ice cream, mm. Fuck, dude! Don't give me that fucking coconut ice cream. Get out of here. Coconut milk is good though. They like they like grind okay, up coconuts. But, yeah, yeah, but coconut milk is a replacement for milk. No, it's not good. But coconut no, milk, if it's, it's like in a curry or something like that, yeah, let's do that oh, all day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll even drink some coconut water now and then. But I like coconut for sure. water. I'm not. I'm underrated. Not about, overrated coconut water. <laughs> I think it's uh. Actually, I just read that uh, Coca-Cola, they're, 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 they're going to stop making a bunch of drinks due to uh, COVID. And one of the things, the Vita, no, it's, is it the Vita Cocoa? I think Vita Cocoa. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's one that they're, they're stopping to make, which I drank that one a few times. That was the one that they, they had, like, the original flavor. They had lime, and I think they had a couple other flavors. Passion fruit, maybe. But no, fucking non-dairy milks, gross. Yeah, I mean... Like I said, they're definitely not the same as regular milk, and you have to get used to it. But I, th- I think they're like they're okay. I mean, 
I think I well also I'm allergic to almonds, so almond milk well, no. fucking sucks. <laughs> but oat milk and shit like that is still gross. But I I, I think that if you're gonna drink a milk that doesn't or that that you can't you can't have the what is it the it's the lactic acid that people can't break down in their bodies and make them lactose intolerant, right? I think so. So why not just drink the lactate, which is milk with that removed? Hmm. It's still a dairy milk. I don't fucking know, but I'd rather drink that. I never had it. You know what, EJ? That's that's my strong opinion on something I've never had. I'd much rather have that. You're up next, Steve-O. Okay, so hear me out. Okay, (laughs) hear hear me out. And you guys. All you have to say is what the topic is. We don't have to hear you out. Just say the topic. Approach this in a very open minded manner, okay? I refuse. I'll I'll go ahead and just say. Before I say the topic, I'll say that I think this is overrated. Dr. Phil. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting topic. A good one. Yeah, I just think, you know, the whole gimmick, like the whole like Southern accent, like we're going to get it fixed up because, you know, we think (laughs) your brain. I just I can't stand the whole gimmick and just all the drama, all the. The whole the whole thing's just a big phony act to me, to me personally. Isn't that how he talks? Are you you're just attacking the man on a personal level at this point? <laughs> you know, know what I hate about Dr. Phil? The bald. <laughs> I, I hate his beard. But seriously, I, I think it's very like, you know, obviously it's show business. They're trying to get a dramatic show going and I will say old. overrated. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna fucking hate on him for his southern accent. Um yeah, no, I'll say overrated. I think it's I think it's all like showy and I mean, I've never really watched his show, but he's not even a real psychiatrist, isn't he? I don't think he has like. <laughs> I don't think he has a degree. I don't think so either. I think he's got a degree in something, but I don't even think he's a real psychiatrist, from what I remember. He's a, a quack. How dare you? <laughs> you just said the same thing, but you said it was because of his accent. All right. So we've got two overrated, me and EJ, and then Steven says he, he's underrated. No, yep. I said overrated, didn't I? <laughs> no, you said underrated. Which, what means what? Definitely three three overrated. Okay, go ahead, Matt. How about this one? Uh, hair metal. Wow. Hair metal. Steven, go first. Oh, man. By all accounts, underrated. I mean, the music, the showmanship, the the fans, and the hair blowing. I mean, that's that's all like... The hair blowing. It's a perfect storm, man. That's that's it's it's a great great scene that was in the eighties. Who's 80s, your favorite man. hair metal band? Oh man, um, probably I don't know, man. It's a hard question. Probably Motley Crue. Motley um, Crue. Yeah, I think they're you know very uh, and and they're okay. But no, I think overall like the scene is, I, I think it's cool. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's it's kind of flamboyant, but I mean that's that's what it was though, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean that. That's my take. I'm going to say that it's completely fucking overrated. Nobody wants to hear guitar solos that long. Nobody wants to hear drum solos that long. It's garbage. And I would be completely fine if I never heard Cinderella, Quiet Riot, Rat, or any of those bands ever again. Poison can just fucking die. I don't want to hear any of them (laughs) ever again. Um, I guess this is where I give my opinion. And I'm also going to say overrated. And the reason I thought about this was like, so every once in a while you'll hear like 
one of those old like hair metal songs on the radio or whatever, wherever you are. We're and not it's like, gonna take it. No, a lot of them don't it. even sound like rock music, you know? Like, it's like this is just like pop music where it's made by like a band playing rock instruments. It sounds like, like something not, that I'm not could, saying all of them. It sounds like something that could be on Broadway. Some of those songs are like, it, it doesn't even sound like rock music. And like, you know, if I'm like young, you know, a little kid or whatever growing up, like, I don't don't know like you you know you think like oh these are like rocker like rock stars they're like hardcore or whatever and then you hear some of those old songs and you're like whoa this is not like no this no. is not even like rock music I think the only band that I could even possibly get close to like listening to a whole album by and no not the darkness though they did have that one cool song. <laughs> But I think Guns N' Roses is as close to that category as I could possibly get. And that's not saying that I'm a huge GNR fan, but <laughs> it, that's as close as I could get to it. Yeah. With what I said, it's not to say that there aren't like, you know, maybe some bands that are decent or some songs that were, were good, but just all in all, yeah, definitely I would say over. Sweet Child of Mine's a great song. It's a great yeah. song. The guitar lick is fun to play. It's fun to listen to. But have you seen the Step Brothers parody of it? That's the best one. That's the best. So two over and two, or yeah, two over and one under. I'll take that. I'll take. I'll take that loss like a champ. Go for it. All right, yeah. mine is Yelp. You would choose Yelp. <laughs> I would choose Yelp. <laughs> okay, Chef EJ. Seriously. Um, who, who hurt I'll you? Say overrated. Yelp because... hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll go with overrated and I'll just say, you know, there's like probably like Yelp reviewers out there who are just like, they expect special treatment or whatever, just so they, you know, Oh, I'm a Yelper or whatever. I, I leave Yelp reviews. They expect special treatment. Not only are they a Yelper, but they're an elite Yelper. Mm. I'm sure they really know what they're talking about. If they're an elite Yelper. Oh boy. And their reviews count as double. Steven, what What's are your, your thoughts? Take, on? Um, I mean, I haven't really used it too much. Like, like usually, I'll go there and browse reviews, but I, I don't really leave any. Uh, but I guess I think overall for me, like reviews in, in any industry are just kind of I don't take them to heart. Um, so I want to say overrated because uh, I think for me personally, if I'm going to a new place or a restaurant or any kind of service oriented business, I mean, I'm gonna go in with an open mind and expect. That you know, people are human. They they're busy. They're trying to do the best they can. So things probably won't go hundred percent perfect, and, and that's okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say uh, overrated. And I'll say there's there's it's not that there like there's no use for reviews at all because like I'll definitely you know see the like whatever the Google Maps reviews are. Like if I'm gonna have to go to some like new Chinese restaurant, you know, pick a Chinese restaurant that I've never been to before. I'll definitely go with the one that's like 4.7 over the one that's like three stars right. or whatever, you know? So there's, there's definitely some re use for reviews out there, but like yeah. Yelp, I would s stick with mine. overrated. Fuck Yelp. <laughs> Can you say Fuck that? Everything Yelp. I, you leave this in you. Okay. Fuck Yelp. Fuck everything about Yelp. I came from opening a restaurant that had 500 one-star Yelp reviews before the doors open because it was in association with the wife of a basketball player 
who Rockets fans didn't like. Wow. 500 one-star reviews. Do you know how hard it is to come back from 500 one-star reviews on Yelp? So I was one of those two-star restaurants, and it was because that there was a person associated with another person that was connected to the restaurant. It made ESPN news. Wow. <laughs> Fuck Yelp. So, so is that overrated or underrated? All right. Well, this will be our last show because uh, they're going to shut us down. But <laughs> thanks, y'all. All right, Stephen. Okay. We're back to you. So my, my next one's going to be a band called The Used. I'm going to say for sure underrated because people people that m- might not know this is an emo band that was big in the um, I want to say like early 2000s. They were kind of emo, like post hardcore. I think is the term. Um, kind of screamo and their big hit was Taste of Ink. Yep. And yeah, I mean, yeah, which, which you can actually play under this segment, Stephen, because Heck, we're referring yeah, to Yeah, I them. will too. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, like they're part of a scene that isn't really around anymore. But I think if you actually go back and listen to listen to their EP, which was, um, I think it's called The Used. And honestly, like, I think that record is pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good music wise. The, the guitars are pretty cool. The drums are awesome. And I mean, the vocalist, yeah, he, I guess he isn't everyone's cup of tea, but. What was I mean, his name? Bert, Bert McCracken? Yep, that, that was him. For a while, he was dating uh, Kelly, Osborne. Kelly Osborne. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like for me, like this is one band, like I still listen to, like to this day, like to, to go on runs or just to like to kind of mellow out. I put them on Spotify. And I just, I, th- I think they're cool. I think that they're definitely underrated because I think that they, like for at the, at the time, with the other bands that they were around and trying to compete with, like, I think they're they're for by far like the the better band, but that's my take. I'll let Matt go ahead because he has a lot to say. I can just see it. Well, no, I'll just say overrated. Like, how dare you? But I, <laughs> no, I'll say overrated. I never really got it, got into them or really listened to their music though. That's my right. take. I thought they were all right. Thank you. I I guess I guess I'll say underrated. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that they were like the best band but they were pretty they were pretty all right i think that's a very uh overrated topic to bring up is the used but underrated band okay i can can respect that i I can live with that all right so moving on to the next topic eggnog overrated underrated. (laughs) damn it man oh did i steal yours (laughs) you son of a gun that's funny all right i'll go first i mean 100% 100% wholeheartedly underrated. Okay, so I know that in the U.S. at least, eggnog is a very seasonal, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas time beverage. But in my opinion... Have you ever had it on a warm July night? <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion, this should be available throughout the whole year. I mean, July, August... March, That's April, disgusting. Easter, Easter Sunday. I, I mean, the, I've seen Easter like Easter nog before in the grocery store. Really? Is it called? Is it called Easter yeah. nog? I I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but I remember it was around That's Easter. Despicable. But yeah, man. Like, I mean, you know this. You guys know this. Like, I love eggnog, and I, I think yes, I like, shield your eyes from the calorie and the nutritional content. But hey, beyond that, indulge, crave, satisfy your urge for eggnog, like we all do. <laughs> I think that eggnog is extremely overrated. 
I think it's pretty fucking gross. It's got the texture of uh, of a loogie. Um, it's slippery as it goes down. And uh, it's just vanilla flavored with a little bit of nutmeg. And, and egg yolks. Cool. So actually, light eggnog, I've discovered, is actually not bad. That's one of the few things that I'll actually eat the light version of. Um, or drink. But it's actually maybe a little bit less like heavy. You know how eggnog is just really thick and heavy? Maybe a little bit less. And Let, it still less tastes the same. Yeah, less loogie, and it still has all the same great eggnog taste. Fuck. And, and yes, underrated. Eggnog underrated. By the way, for people that can't see, because nobody can except for us, it said eggnog light, L-I-T-E, like Miller Light. He's lying. <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm telling you guys, like, the regular eggnog is, like, tremendously full of, you know, saturated fats and calories, so... I mean, the light is a very good choice, and I, I support that. Yeah, you don't want to look at the at the back label when you're drinking that eggnog. Nope. You don't want to look at that. Eggnog light. 100%, 100% daily value of <laughs> saturated fat. You don't, you don't need to see that. Eggnog light's just seven-eighths of the calories. Well, the sad thing is, like, usually when I have eggnog, it's, it's usually, like, in the same day that I have pecan pie, turkey, stuffing, um, who, who knows what else? So, so my next topic: hard seltzers. So I've had the um, White Claw before. I guess that counts. And why did you just talk about it like you're like the oldest fucking person that's ever heard of that drink? You're. I've had. I've had I've dab- <laughs> I used to dabble in the White Claw in the seventies. I had that newfangled White Claw. You guys you know. ever heard about this White Claw? I've had White Claw. I mean, honestly, I just want to have either regular sparkling sparkling water or an actual beer or drink, like not not the seltzer because it just to me it's like yeah, I guess I guess the one thing is that you're you're kind of watching calories, but you're not really, you're not really enjoying either one to its true extent. So for me, I'm going to say overrated for sure. So I like beer. I like drinking beer, and no, I don't drink seltzer water with. That's spiked. So uh, overrated. Now hear me out. I think that it is definitely overrated because there's this big culture around drinking these seltzer drinks. Truly White Claw. I think Budweiser has one. I think Natural Light even has one at this point. Yeah, Um, they're all coming out with them. And the big craze behind them is a little bit nuts. Uh, they shouldn't have pallets of them at grocery stores. But on a super hot day or on a day that I get off work and stop by the gas station on the way home and I'm just hot and exhausted and want that one cool, crisp drink, I'm going after that mango White Claw. Tall boy. Just one or three. But that's all. But overrated. Cool. Yeah, it's a huge trend right now. Like It's one of those things where every single company who makes anything alcoholic is going to be making those right now. Yeah, Budweiser has one. Everybody's got one. Trying trying to cash in. I, already, I thought they already had one with Bud Light Lime. The main cell supposed to be like like the low calories. So yes. Like you can drink like, you know, 10 of them. And it's like less than... Well, uh, I guess if, you're, if your choice is between a White Claw and a Michelob Ultra or something, then, you know, 
maybe that's not such a bad decision. True. The the black cherry white claw and the mango white claw, they taste all right. Like I I mean, I'm a fan of LaCroix too, but I'm I don't think that the culture around them is as it's it's a little too bananas. Yeah. So yeah. So you're not saying they're bad, you're just saying overrated. Overrated, exactly. Yes. Okay. Too much hype. But I'll I'll shotgun one any day. Yeah. I'll I'll drink a white claw with you. Also, side note, white claw, couple drops of Mio. That's where it is. Steve, I think it's your turn. Okay, so in all seriousness, um, I had chosen eggnog. This <laughs> is my next, uh, my next topic. I'm gonna go ahead and say um, Monster Energy drinks severely overrated. Can we just do energy drinks? No, because I mean yeah. Red Bull's good. Okay, well Stephen already said that he thinks it's overrated. Matt, what are your, what are your thoughts on Monster Energy drink? Um, I don't really drink energy drinks, so I'll probably just have to go with overrated. Just because I'd pretty much say any energy drink is overrated because I don't I don't I don't drink them. So now Monster has coffee. Monster has done uh, a lot for the extreme sports world as well as the Vans Warp Tour back in the day. Um, their sponsorship has like you know helped out with a lot of the things that we were all into, uh, such as the band they used was on a tour called the Warp Tour where they were drinking from Monster Energy cans that actually had water in them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it's overrated. Hell, I drink Red Bull, and I think Red Bull's overrated. I think all energy drinks are overrated. Bang. Dude. Except for Bang. That's underrated. Actually, so the Bang cookies and cream flavor is pretty legit. But That's fucking gross. You're gross. But Which no, one is that I get? I get the... Uh, Rainbow unicorn. That's terrible. Nope. It's sparkly. But dude, no, seriously, the um so Red Bull first of all, Red Bull gives you wings. So I mean I like the 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 coconut Red Bull. The blue coconut one. It's uh, the summer edition. I didn't even know I mean, that existed. I mean that one, yeah. Yeah, it's the white can. White can monster, garbage. I think I've had every energy drink. Isn't the white can the the zero sugar or no? I think so, but it tastes like lemonade or something like that. It's gross. Monster mm-hmm. Energy Drink overrated. That's three overrated. But dude, so okay, people listening, they can't see us though. Fun fact, back in like the early 2000s, late, no, I guess early 2000s, so we were in a band called At The Window, and before each show, EJ would buy a Monster Energy Drink to drink before the show. The exotic. He, he just loved it. Yeah, I did. It wasn't Rockstar that. Energy Drink. Was it Rock? <laughs> what was I? Was I it? Know. Was it Monster? That was Monster. I remember. I, I seem to remember drinking Monster, and there was also the Monster Exotic. It was in like a glass bottle, but yeah, it's it, the fucking all garbage anyway. Is that yeah. because we were under twenty one and you couldn't buy something stronger? Let's be. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here, here's one. Uh, Olive Garden. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think it's fucking overrated. It's gross. <laughs> Olive Garden is gross. It's fucking disgusting. I don't How want cream you? sauce on my pasta. Get your fucking bogo pastas out of here. Your unlimited pastas, your unlimited breadsticks, your unlimited salad. I don't want any part of that. 
Get Dude. your tuxedo ch- cheesecake away from me and your fake ass Chianti wine list. Done with it. Raspberry iced tea. Fuck off. All the above. <laughs> Dude, the tour of Italy. Come on. What the fuck is the tour of Italy? It's like lasagna. So, the tour of Italy. Go on. Get, tell yeah. Me. Three things. Chicken parm. Chicken parm. Chicken parmesan. Okay, from New York. Go on. Lasagna. And like fettuccine Alfredo. From Bologna and then fettuccine Alfredo, which is, again, an American. So it's the tour of Italy had New York, Bologna, Italy, and West Coast America. So there's only one thing. From Italy. For those who cannot see this, EJ put down two fingers and only the middle finger was <laughs> So I'm going to say overrated, but I'm going to say that I do like their one soup, the Zuma Toscana sausage, potato, a cream sauce of some sort. You know, works out. All right, Matt. I am going to go with way, way overrated. Um, <laughs> actually, I mean, like the salad is decent. Salad and breadsticks. You know, it's not bad. I mean, it's salad. It's fucking iceberg with shredded carrots and like a hint of radicchio with a fucked out of just like fake ass. An Italian dressing. No, they're <laughs> Italian dressing. Their Italian dressing is just like shitty vinegar, shitty oil. It's probably grapeseed oil. No, it's probably not even grapeseed oil. It's probably like canola oils or something like that. Just something shitty. And then a little dry oregano. Well, if I, if I remember so right, that, it's got black olives in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, as I was saying, overrated, way overrated. Um, their food, I like how they try to act like their food is, like, inspired by, like, Italy or whatever, or, like, from Italy, and it's really just, like, shit they made up. It's inspired and by a fucking dumpster in New York City. It, it's it's way overrated. Didn't know I'd get that fired up over fucking Olive Garden. I'm, I apologize to the listeners. All I'm saying is, like, <laughs> come on, guys. Never-ending pasta? Come on. God, that's so gross. Everything about that restaurant is disgusting. Everything. It's like when they have – it says import beers and you can get a blue moon. What is that? Hey, guys. So when I'm in town, Louis and then Olive Garden for dinner. <laughs> oh, the I'll be tor- there for lunch. I don't know if I'll make it to dinner. <laughs> tour to Cyprus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Then I'll just go with my next one. My final one, Gilligan's Island. Come on, man. That is a good topic. I'm glad you brought that up. (laughs) Gilligan's Island, overrated or underrated? I mean, come on, guys. Underrated. I mean, Gilligan, Skipper, Marianne, the professor, Mr. Howell, Miss Howell, Ginger Ann. Ginger Ann. (laughs) I mean, that show in, in its heyday was so good, man. You weren't alive in its heyday. Still, though, it was good, man. Your argument's so compelling. I mean... Still, though. Think about it, though. Like, since then, what, like... I mean, Survivor's been on. A couple other, like... Castaway with Tom Hanks was a thing. Well, yeah, but still, like... I think for that time period, it it was kind of... It was new, right? And it was was different. And I think it was... Yeah, I think it was cool. So, I mean, I'm going to say underrated. And, yeah, underrated. Matt, what do you say about Gilligan's Island? So I really can't say anything bad about it because, like, my only really memory of it is, like, seeing some reruns when I was, like, seven or eight years old. (laughs) You know, I I don't, I haven't really watched it lately, but, you know, I'll go with overrated, I guess. But 
I, I can't I can't like knock it, I guess, because I haven't really haven't really watched it. Well, I mean, you just you, but you but you just knocked it with your rating though. So, well, I have to choose. I can't I can't be on the fence. I have to choose over or underrated. Well, EJ is going to be the tiebreaker. What what say <sighs> says you, EJ? What says me? What says me about Gilligan's Island? Steven's favorite show of all time. Not really. Gilligan's Island fucking sucked. It was fucking <laughs> stupid. I mean, th- they had those little scenes to where they would play everything in fast forward when they're running from like something on the beach or whatever. That's fucking dumb. And then, like the whole, every episode was the exact same. They were trying to get off the island. The professor had a decent idea that could have like worked out, but then there's this fucking doofus that comes and just ruins everything. And then a fat captain that gets mad at him. That's literally the entire show. Every episode. You don't have to watch any of them because I just told you what happened in every episode. And then the Globetrotters visited. Yeah, I mean, that was just, you know, that was different, right? It was just a different episode, different series. It was just (laughs) unique, right? No, no. It was fucking garbage. It was beyond garbage. They tried to make fucking radios out of coconuts. That's fucking stupid. Well. Or or what you could do is build a goddamn boat. They could have wasted all that to spend all that time building another boat. They could have just built a boat. Maybe. But hindsight's 2020, you know? I mean, the thing is like like they were all these like different, you know, people on the island with no way out, or at least no way out that they could see initially. So it was an awful television show. Tra- trapped on a desert island. Yeah, it can happen. No, it's fucking stupid. They can't have to go watch an episode of Gilligan's Island. Just please so. do, man. Please do. Gilligan himself <laughs> was like the fucking most stupid asshole that you could ever be trapped on an island with. First off, he didn't even have like basic motor skills. Also, it, like, let's think about it. Ginger, she was a movie star, right? Yeah. Do you remember seeing the beginning of the show to where it shows the SS Minnow, the boat that they got stranded on? Yeah. Why the fuck is a movie star taking a tour on that boat when there's, like, yachts and shit? Why is she on this little fishing boat? I don't know. I mean, she wants to, you know, kind of get away and just, like, do her own thing. No, no. That's a huge plot hole right there. That's already garbage. All I'm saying is that the show, for back when it was on, for what it was, it was decent quality entertainment, okay? No, no. Next, next. My last choice is going to be Trader Joe's grocery store. Now, how do we know? 100% underrated. This grocery store, I mean, because, you know, I know in, in Texas, there's Kroger, there's um, HEB, there's Walmart. There's, there's like nine Trader Joe's in Houston. Right, exactly. Well, We have Trader I mean, Joe's. They're, they're also there, but also there's Randall's too. But I just think... That place, I mean, it's smaller, right? It's kind of like a, a smaller store, but there's so much there. And, I mean, the people that work there are usually pretty cool. They're pretty helpful. And, yeah, I just think, that, like, the, the, the groceries you, you buy there are, you know, pretty pretty, uh, pretty good. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of different things, like like uh, pasta. Trailer. They don't have that at other grocery stores, pasta. Well, they do, but, like, That's this is a big <laughs> thing for Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is, like... It's just unique in, in in what they what they offer you, okay. And I I just like that it's kind of like it's smaller, it's it's unique, and there's a lot of different things that are kind of like, like for example, at Trader Joe's, I can find sweet potato chips, 
plantain chips. I can find. Uh, I can't find that anywhere. So I mean, overall, man, like, I mean, you guys have been have been there, right? So the place is unique. It's different, and I mean, I I I go there a lot. So definitely underrated. Go on, Matt. So I've I've been to Trader Joe's before. Um, I've never really well. There's no Trader Joe's that's convenient for me to go to. Now there's not a one near me or really like near where I work to where I would go on my way home. Like if I was actually in the office, but um, so I can't really have a strong opinion on Trader Joe's really. Um, I just have, haven't shopped there enough. Um, I do know that they have like a lot of uh, like frozen foods and stuff that, you know, was pretty good, maybe different than, you know, you know, different than you would find in a normal grocery store, which is kind of cool. Um, but I, you know, I'd hate to like say overrated or underrated just based on not having, um, a chance to shop there very much. So maybe I'll just go with, um, uh, underrated. So Trader Joe's completely fucking overrated. Let me tell you why. First off, it looks like a Jimmy Buffett fucking nightmare when you walk in there and they're all wearing their goddamn fucking Hawaiian shirts. What is that? First off, are they from California, not Hawaii? I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell with their Hawaiian shirts. Trader Joe's overrated. Have you guys been to Aldi? It's kind of kind of interesting place. Ooh. Aldi is weird, man. That is the <laughs> off brands really of off brands. <laughs> it, it's like so cheap, though. It's like ridiculously cheap. It's like how could how could could this product be if it's this cheap? But you know. Have you, ever right. actually, have you actually, like, grocery shopped at Aldi? Like, have you actually, like... No. Like, I've been in there, like, like, three times. And I've, I've bought stuff there, but I've never, like, actually gone... I don't even know if you can go grocery shopping there. They don't have everything. I don't. They think. don't have, like, produce, really. It's, like, there's the yeah. produce bin. <laughs> you could get, like, a, a thing of brie cheese for, like, a buck fifty though, if you want. But why? How is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know how it, how it works. So... Moving on. Um, Thank you, Matt. So I was Thank just actually, I just thought about this while we were uh, talking, and it's Thanksgiving related since Thanksgiving is coming up, and um, I think it's kind of like a divisive kind of everyone has their opinion on this. Um, so I'm gonna say cranberry sauce. Whoa! And I'm gonna say like the jelly kind that comes out of the can with the ridges on it, to be specific. I'll start. I. I'm going to take a surprising approach on this and say underrated. I love everything about it from the <laughs> that it makes when it comes out of the can to the uh, acidic tartness that the jello brings a foot to your tongue. Steven, how do you feel about it? So not a fan, like never liked it, never thought it kind of added anything to, to, to the meal. So yeah, I never really, it was never really like a staple on my plate. So I think definitely overrated. Um, I'm going to say underrated. <laughs> I, I like the cranberry sauce. It's probably like the last thing I put on my plate after I've got like the turkey and dressing and mashed potatoes. But I always have to make sure I have some of that cranberry sauce every Thanksgiving. For you, know, sure. you know what it is to I me? I like it. You know what it is to me? It's like that little bit of ginger that you get when you go eat sushi. It's like there's so mm-hmm. much richness that is on your plate at Thanksgiving, whether it's the green bean casserole is smothered in fucking mushroom gravy or the, the turkey that's smothered in 
turkey gravy or the mashed potatoes and everything is just so rich that you have to have that little bite of acid to just kind of break everything up. It's, it's your palate cleanser. Yeah, no, it's good. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't care that it's like, like don't try and like make it look like it doesn't have those ridges. Like I like the whole, like I like the fucking log on the plate. Slice it in the circles. Yes. Slice it. I like it. It's a little got a little bit of grittiness. Like overrated it. though. Overrated people that actually make their homemade cranberry sauce. And I will eat the homemade cranberry sauce too, the kind with the berries in it. But I, if I, I had to choose, I'm just going I'm just going with the jelly, the the can stuff. Ocean spray can. I think Steven hates it all. Steven just putting his thumb down. I hear they have some good uh cranberry sauce, Trader Joe's brand. I've got one last topic if you guys want to do it. Yes. What is it? Dr. Pepper. I can start. And I'm from Texas, so I'll, you know, I guess I'll say underrated because I like it. I don't drink a lot of soda, but I, I do like Dr. Pepper. So underrated. If you're at a fast food drive through, what, what what's your go to soda? Coke. Coke. Coke Zero. I like I like unsweet iced tea, actually. What's your go to? Like, but if I'm getting soda, like Whataburger or something? Yeah, usually. If I'm going to get a soda, I like, I just usually go with like a Coke. I love root beer, though. And I like, uh, I get root I like beer from Pepper. Whataburger. I get root beer from Whataburger yeah. quite often, actually. They bark. I do like root beer. I do like Dr. Pepper, and I like regular Coke. So, what's your opinion on fucking Dr. Pepper, yeah. Steven? I mean, Dr. Pepper's okay. So, usually, full disclosure, I have the the diet version, but I think, um, yeah, yeah, I know. But I think, um, yeah, it's good. And apparently, like, it's it's not really. At some point recently, there's like a shortage, a shortage somewhere. You couldn't find it in a lot of places. True. So, yeah, but you know where they kept it? Texas. Here. Wow. Yeah, we're not having any shortages over here. There was a shortage. It happened, but we just didn't see oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 But I'd say probably overall underrated. I would agree with you and say underrated. I think Dr. Pepper is completely delicious. Um really fucking good to cook with as well. I use it to, to uh, cook down my caramelized onions. Uh, cool. And it's also really good if you go through another southern staple, Bucky's, and you get mm. the frozen Dr. Pepper. I've never had the frozen Dr. Pepper. Dude, that frozen Dr. Though. Pepper is life-changing. They also have frozen slice, made by Dr. Pepper, but fruit flavor. Next time uh, I'm on the road, I will get a frozen Dr. Pepper. But yeah, Dr. Pepper, delicious. Especially EJ ice also makes fucking Dr. Pepper. EJ makes Dr. Pepper butt chicken. Yeah, I have. Really? Is it good? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Does it taste like Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Do you guys know the number one flavor in Dr. Pepper? Uh, there's 23 flavors, but do you know the number one flavor? Oh, I um, feel like it's apricot. Nope. No, it's... um Plum. Close. No, it's... um Prune. Yep. Damn it, Matt. Give me a chance. <laughs> You're too slow. He also said three things before you said anything. What's the number two flavor? Nobody knows. All right, Steve-O. It's about that time. All right, guys. It's time again for Booze News, Booze News, Booze News. Booze News. And this week, I chose the article. I looked at the article from CNET. It was titled, Breathing Device Sobers You Up by Hyperventilating the Alcohol Out. That's what I said. Yes, that's what I said too. Sounds promising. Let's hear it. I'm excited about this. 
apparently a device called the ClearMate from a company called Thornhill Medical. So it's a device that found that hyperventilation eliminates alcohol from the body at least three times faster than just the, the liver alone. So basically, it's a device that you can use kind of like an oxygen mask and you breathe into it and it's supposed to it's it's supposed to but it's like an anti-oxygen mask pretty much and like it's supposed to like help you become sober quicker and so what it does is that the clearmate device um returns carbon dioxide to you to the patient through a face mask so this allows the lungs to breathe out the ethanol from alcohol intoxication lowering its presence in, in the bloodstream so pretty much the idea is that you know someone's um either obviously just drunk or if they're drunk to a point where it's like you know actually almost alcohol poisoning they can use this device breathe into it and it's supposed to help you lower your alcohol um intake or you know alcohol presence in, in the bloodstream quicker than just you know obviously just than just doing it through your liver and so to kind of quote some more of this article, so it says it's a, it's a very basic low-tech device that could be made anywhere in the world. No, no electronics, no computers or filters are required. It's almost inexplicable why we didn't try this decades ago. Um, so, so I mean, to, to cap it off, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a device that can be used um, in the field or, you know, where needed to kind of try and help people that are either... Um, at a point where they need, you know, actual medical intervention, or I guess at some point, if you're just drunk somewhere and you want to sober up quickly, this could be used. Um, that was kind of neat. I thought it was obviously kind of novel and something that people could probably use at some point, um, you know, in some way. For me personally, I think, you know, obviously, if you're not medically in need of it, then it's 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 your own fault and you're just you know you should just sober up yourself and go that route but obviously if you're to a point where you're in a medical emergency and you, and you want to sober up you know quicker this could be a great tool to use and um i think that it has a lot of potential and i think that the people behind it are, are trying to help others in need um with that said, I'll let, I'll let Matt give his opinion on, on, on this article. So I think what Steven's saying is like, next time you're like leaving the bar and you see those flashing lights behind you, you're going to be, you need to be like, <laughs> as fast as you can before that cop gets to your door. <laughs> so I will say that the device was marketed for treatment um, in 2019 by the FDA. But I don't see where it was denied. Was. It sounds like it was fucking denied. Because oh no, it was approved. Oh, it was approved by the yep. FDA. The FDA put so, their stamp on it that you should breathe in your so breathe out, like a medical personnel to get this device or what? Yeah. So I think right now it seems like it's it's only available through like EMTs or hospitals or you know an emergency type of environment. So. So, like, if somebody is truly, like, having alcohol poisoning and, like, asphyxiating on their vomit or something like that, they'll put Right. I think so. But, like, I think the idea is that it could potentially also be used, you know, for anyone that's that's just drunk and needs a civil road. But, yeah, I think right now it's, it's, it's mainly... It's but, mainly like, just the average Trader Joe can't buy it. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Right now, at least, yeah, it's only available in like a medical environment. It seems, it seems like. Because it so, seems like it should also be a household device, though, right? Like it seems like it should be something it, that you would have with you. It's called a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's actually like. Um, it pumps CO two. It, it like it blends CO two and oxygen, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's a, it's actually more efficient than a paper bag, but I mean, so, you know, case. I don't know. Well, it sounds it all sounds serious. like a bunch of hooey to me. Well, it, I mean, if that helps people, if you know, who are like on the verge of alcohol poisoning, kind of get the alcohol out of their system, that's a good thing. And I mean, it. Shit, I'm just thinking of like people about to leave the bar or whatever. Like, oh, I need to sober up a little bit. I need to sober up really fast. I mean, true. That, Shit, I mean, if, that, if, if that's a thing, then like every bar should have one. You know. Yeah. I mean, not just for like guys to escape getting pulled over for DWI, but it's gonna like it's it, it would it could potentially save lives if that's the thing, though. If it gets the alcohol yeah. out of your system. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's saving lives either way you look at it. Pretty much. All right, guys. As we end the show here, we talked about underrated versus overrated subjects such as eggnog, Dr. Phil, the used, and Dr. Pepper. And also, Booze News featured an article talked about a device that helps you become sober quicker through hyperventilation. As always, next week we'll have a new show. And be sure to check us out on Instagram and follow us for new releases each week. Matt EJ, pleasure as always. Pleasure is all mine. Also, you can find us on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, all All the good places. There you go. Anyway, guys, thanks again. And everyone listening, we'll see you next week. Until then, take care and be safe. Send us your booze. We're not gonna take it.